Welcome to Crushing on Callisto 6, a limited run podcast that fangirls over a limited run RPG on Project Alpha, plus craft talk inspired by the show. I'm Darcy. I'm also known as Slightly Foxed on, on all the socials in one form or another. This episode is recorded after the release of issue three and may contain spoilers. So, wow, issue three with, there was just a lot going on um, between figuring out what to do next and hiding the ship and trying to figure out how to tell their families. And, um, and then of course that, that uh, action sequence where they saved Luma's brothers. Wow. Um, it, it occurred to me that family plays a large role in this particular issue. Obviously, you know, saving brothers and trying to figure, getting messages. Um, and really that's kind of always been a large role in comic stories, superhero stories. I'm thinking, you know, Fantastic Four and that sort of thing. Um, when I think of family, I kind of think of them in two groups. There's your chosen family, um, which are people that, um, friends, uh, support groups, that sort of thing. Uh, the people that you allow to get close, but you have made the choice. And then there's your given family. And that's, um, the ones that you really didn't have a choice in. Um, either you were adopted or, um, born into that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> and ironically, uh, when I, thinking about family, I had to kind of, um, lend half an ear when watching this episode live. Uh, my daughter and my husband were on their way to a camping trip and my daughter was on the bus with the kids and she was texting me as I'm watching that she was feeling um, kind of scared about a lot of things. And so as I'm, <laughs> as I'm w listening to the sequence, I'm also like texting her and coaching her of like, you know, you are a brave person. You can manage this. Um, <laughs> And it, I've, it brings me back to the importance of family and support systems. Um, I've often thought that it's an underutilized tool for superheroes. Um, it's really hard to be a superhero. Not only is it physically hard, but there's a lot of like mental and ethical and emotional layers. And I just don't see how you can be a superhero or just a plain old person without some kind of support system. Um, in superhero stories, a lot of times that's the team that they're in, that's their chosen family. But I really like when they look at the given families that they have for these particular superheroes. Um, as I was thinking about this, it, my brain kind of fell into two tropes. Um, uh, Superman's parents, the Kents, and also, and Spider-Man's um, guardian, Aunt May. And uh, thank you, Hector, for um, <laughs> entering the conversation on Twitter. I really appreciate your input um, with this sort of thing. Uh, I think the Kents are the first to come to mind um, because I think they did a really good job and continue to do a good job with Clark um, and helping him 
giving him a stable foundation of a place he can always come home to where he is loved for who he is um, and also that he can explore the Kal-El part of him and they don't feel threatened by that or if they do they don't allow him to know um, I think this kind this kind of superhero family trope to me the idea is that they um, have known about this person's powers for a long time and they've been um, a part of their upbringing giving them a foundation of values and expectations and um, helping them be who they're supposed to be in the noblest sense um, their love is, is, is a solid thing it's, I think it's something that they always know um, another good example of this and again thank you Hector uh, T'Challa and his family but I think part of that too is like you know he was raised with the expectation and he also had the benefit of a parental figure who had powers himself and so who can kind of guide him through this is how you are supposed to act sort of thing um, and Hector also pointed out Cassie from Ant-Man and I think she falls into this category she has had to do some long-term coping before her dad became a superhero um, if you consider dealing with the divorce dealing with him going to prison um, she's learned to be strong and solid so that which is a big burden for a kid but in but she her love is pretty solid that he knows that she's always a support system and he trusts her with his alter ego so um, I think she fall, falls into this category as well the other category I think about are like the Aunt Mays um, there's been so many iterations of Aunt May throughout the years um, from from absolutely imbecilic to um, to smart and savvy um, but Aunt May is basically the family who has to that the hero feels that he or she or they have to protect um, everything has to be kept secret because uh, not only will the people who uh, they're fighting against they may come after this loved one but um, I think the undercurrent there to be honest is uh, and to me this is a developmental thing especially for like someone in their teens and early 20s this is kind of a brain developmental thing that they think that they're the only one who's going through this um, they have to do it themselves uh, and there's and nobody can help them do this they have to do it and and uh, and so I'm gonna be strong and be by myself and um, it's it's a shame all around because they're not trusting in this person's their support system to be strong enough to deal with it and to love them no matter what um, so those are the two tropes I was really really thinking about when we came to them so let's you know talking about the Callisto six families um, when I think of the family that's the most like the Kents I think of Lacey's family 
the two daddies, oh, they're so precious. And um, I think the reason why they are more like the Kents uh, is that they are, I don't think we would ever doubt their love. And consider that, okay, being a same-sex couple, we're hoping that in this time frame that's a lot more accepted. But, you know, it's not like, unless technology has changed in this world, it's not like they could get accidentally pregnant. So, um, Lacey, they are choosing to parent Lacey. Lacey is a chosen child that they bring into their family. And I think that's that's a, an essential thought of it. Um, and they've had some other challenges in parenting in that um, Lacey use it, uses a wheelchair and Lacey exhibits um, other behaviors. So they've had to be, they've had to um, go through the process of observing and getting the correct help and supporting Lacey so that they can be who they need to be and um, and helping Lacey become independent and get get the job and do the things that they are good at and I think because um, they've been they've had to be strong for a long time and they've had to be a team together for a long time. And um, it's not uncommon, I, I think, of, again, I'm thinking of parenting my exceptional child. It's not uncommon to get to the point of like, we're such a team and like, okay, when this child is independent, am I still attractive to you kind of thing? Because we don't have, because this has been our project for so long. Um, so that I think the dad, again, the daddies are one of the most precious things. And I think like if Lacey shows up with powers, I think their kind of thing is like, it's a shrug and say, you know, it's just one more thing <laughs> and we're strong enough. We'll just take it on and, and roll with it. Um, Luma, I think is following, she is following in the Spider-Man category in that she, um, she is underestimating her parents, especially her mom, um, in her mom's strength and ability to cope. I mean, look at Luma <laughs> and the kind of person she is. And I, I think trying, okay, I think it's legit that they're trying to keep their family safe because this is, um, this is kind of a big brother situation. So that does make sense. But again, I, I think they're, I think Luma's underestimating how smart her family can be and how they can deal with it. Of course, they have the twins now who know her identity and it's going to be a lot harder. But um, I, I really, <laughs> Luma's family is going to protect themselves. I think this is going to be absolutely okay. Um, I think Luma needs to trust in them. And I think she knows. I think she knows that they love her no matter what. And so I think it'll be okay. I think it's just a matter of, of saying that, you know, you're strong too. So, um, hops. Been really thinking about hops. Um, hops almost does a complete dismissal of her mom. Her mom is a lot like the mom in Hunger Games where, um, grief kind of takes her over so she checks out and hops has ha kind of had to take care of herself um and so her reaction is like oh she'll be fine you know she doesn't even care um 
there's a lot of potential in that story. I think um, I, it's one of those things where we re I really want to see Hops' mom kind of snap out of it. I'm also a little concerned. I mean, uh, Bonnie's doing another character who has who has parent problems. Um, and I know that's convenient for a storytelling, but um, again, there's there's a possibility for parents to be stronger than you give them credit to. And um, there's got to be a way for Hops' mom to kind of snap out of it, and I hope this is the case. Uh, Anton and Cassie, m maybe that was during the time that I was concentrating on, on uh, my daughter's text, so I, I missed some of it, but I didn't see, uh, I, I'm still kind of unknown about family relationships there. So I don't have a lot to say about that. Um, the last character I was thinking a lot about was Oya. Because um, I'm not sure where her family is going to fall in this. Um, I'm considering that Oya's first reaction to getting her powers was that she was possessed. And she said, oh, we have to pray. Um, so there's a potential for Oya's parents to act the same way of that she's demon possessed and um, and this is not a gift but I think the flip side is if her family is spiritual and exhibits um, is open to influences from the outside I think that uh, they could see this as a gift and um, again, I, I, I wa really want to see this fold. They taught, I can't remember the character who, who commented that all of their powers related to kind of who they are. And so I think there's a potential for Oya's parents to see this as a gift. Um, I think either choice would make an interesting story. So I'm up for both. Um, and to tell you, this, either choice is a really good metaphor for a lot of people who have to explain their identity to their parents um, and what the reaction could be. See, part of me wants, we've heard so many sto rejection stories and those are so hard and I know they exist and I know that I've experienced something similar. Um, I kind of like it when they show that parents that family will love you as no matter what and um and help you figure things out because i think that's i want to say that that's the majority of us because um and, and i'm i guess i'm speaking as a parent here um trust us to be strong and then I you know it also makes me think about my mom and um, there were some hard things and there's some things that she didn't tell me but it's it I think both of us we had to struggle with trusting the other person to be strong enough and to love no matter what family's weird y'all <laughs> family is really really weird but it's hard to get away from the family stories so as far as crafting, um, I'm coming along with the robot. I finished the head. It's got a, and I finished like this kind of like brain thing that, that gets sewn across the top. Uh, the construction is weird. So I took a pause. And again, I was like texting back and forth. So I didn't get a ton of knitting done. But um, I think I need to, normally I only knit during the show. 
I'm going to need to take some time to kind of figure it out without the distraction. And then I can jump in on the limbs, which should be straightforward. Um, now, okay, so as far as other creators, if you have not seen, I guess it's at Fesser. Um, it's T-H-E-S-S-U-R on Twitter. Uh, they're Canisto 6, where the, everybody's a dog, except for the daddies who are cats. Oh my God, y'all, it's so cute. Um, them, and I know that there was a conversation about uh, turning those into plushies, and um, and there are so many, and trying to get it done quickly, and sending it in, um, and then dividing the work between all of us. I, I don't know, there's part of me that really wants to do that, and there's part of me that says kind of like, this is Thetzer's project, and I want them to get the credit for this absolutely adorable thing. I, I kind of don't want to jump in on that fame, but y'all, if you haven't, go see it. Go see it. It is the most, it, you can stare at it for days, and I would buy prints. I'm serious. I would buy prints and put it up on my wall. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble about a show I love. Um, thinking about families, I, I think it's a reminder to me to call my dad. So maybe we should all call someone this week who um, is a family, is family to you, whether they be given or chosen. Um, tell them that you love them. Let's love unconditionally. And I'm sending love to you, the community. You're amazing and supportive, and, and I'm glad to be a part of this particular family. So love to you as we try to figure out what is Callisto 6 anyway. Stay safe. Talk with you soon.